What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Felicia Jasmine. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of College by Her, the podcast. I hope your week has gotten off to an amazing start. And if it hasn't, I'm glad you're listening so it can get just a little bit better. Please remember that the podcast is not meant to be a substitute for therapy provided by a licensed mental health professional. Let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. This week on our mindful moments, I want us to be more mindful of worrying this week. I have a saying that changes the game for me and I say it out loud and it really helps me ground myself when I find myself spiraling into a sea of anxiety and worry. And it is that my worry in this moment cannot change a thing. A lot of times we think that we're doing something when we're worrying or being anxious and it's not changing the situation, especially when it is a situation out of our control. From there on, I might go into practicing gratitude or praying and now these things can shift some things okay and ask me about it because I know but that worry and anxiety it is not going to do a doggone thing so we might as well become more aware of that and just nip it in the bud and replace it with something else like I said whether that's gratitude or praying be more mindful of that this week when you feel those worry and anxieties and all those things coming on try telling yourself that your worrying cannot change a thing Hopping into this week's episode, I just want to say thank you again to everyone who has reached out to me and shared topics that they want to talk about on the podcast. One of them that I love and that we're talking about this week is your living space. So someone kind of asked about thoughts and wanted to have a discussion around living on campus, living off campus, the pros and cons, asked about my experience, all the things. And so we're definitely going to talk about that this week on the episode because there's a lot of nuances to it. Just for starters, I want to start off by saying we know every college campus is different. It definitely depends on the city that you're in and all those things. I'm sharing my personal experience. Y'all know I went to Chapel Hill and also to just more general pros and cons, but not specific things that may apply to you and your campus. Let's go ahead and get into it. This conversation definitely feels relevant because I know that as the school year ends, a lot of people are thinking about what they want to do for the next semester in the fall if they want to live on campus live off campus and we're going to talk about all of the things today which I'm really excited about let me just start with giving you some context about my college experience so I lived on campus all four years and I'll share some of the advantages and disadvantages and just why I decided to make that decision once again to share because y'all know I am an open book the way it works at Chapel Hill we have on-campus apartments which I think is a really nice bridge between the dorms and living off campus campus so you kind of feel like you're living in an apartment because you literally are you have a full kitchen you have a living room you do have roommates and depending on the setup it might be two three or four people and then there's a bathroom on each side so once again that can look a lot of different ways but for me I lived in those on-campus apartments my sophomore junior and senior year so I only lived in a dorm my freshman year and even the dorm I lived in shout out to Harden at UNC it was sweet style so we didn't have the hall bathrooms that may be some of the bigger dorms had but we had a bathroom in our suite it was four of us and that was just a really fun experience I just wanted to give that context as I share some advantages of living on campus I'll definitely say for starters as a first year for sure I feel like a lot of schools at this point make it mandatory but moving into and living in the dorms during your first year is so helpful because that's how you're meeting people whether it's your roommate or people who live down the hall it's very easy to make friends or even associates you know these 
don't have to be the people who might be in your wedding one day, but to just have that first community of people to be like, hey, let's go get food from the dining hall or let's go find out where our classes are. Those type of things are things that you need when you're coming into college, especially if you don't know anyone or have any friends there. I think for that reason, living on campus and the dorms can be very helpful. And your suite mates, you know, could just be people, like I said, you eat with, study with, all of those things. I would definitely say that relationships and meeting people are a pro to staying in the dorm, as well as just all the cool events and things that housing and res life on college campuses do. The free food, the, you know, come do arts and craft with your RA. Y'all know how that goes. All of those kind of creative events and different things add a bonus to staying on campus. Another pro I'll add is being able to go to your room between classes or midday if that's necessary. It could be like you left something or you need a nap. Just kind of depending on how your campus is set up, it might be a lot more accessible to be able to get back to your dorm on campus during the day versus maybe having to go off campus and run home if you left something or, you know, if you do need that midday nap because we already know those things are essential. Another advantage that really was a big deal for me, and I know a lot of my friends shared this too, I was on the dance team, of course, and so I had a lot of late nights. We would get out of practice late. We had 6 a.m. workouts in the morning, so a lot of early mornings. And with that, it was really convenient living on campus because let's say after I got out of practice at 9, 10, I didn't have to go to my car and drive 15 or 10 minutes or however far away I was right on campus. I have a lot of friends who also share this experience because they were in a lot of clubs, they were very involved, whether it was a singing group, a dancing group, a sports team, SGA, all of those things. If there were a lot of meetings at night, it was a lot more convenient to just go home right after. And with that, say for example, if you finished class at four, but you had meetings at seven, eight, and nine, some people who lived off campus would kind of hang around, maybe in the union, in the library, because they felt like if I go back home, I'm not gonna feel like driving back to campus. And so that's a pro. I feel like if you live on campus, you kind of have your place there if you want to go back and then you're still having all your meetings at night. I feel like the busier you are and the more involved you are on campus, some people find it just more convenient to stay on campus. And with that, talking about convenience, for me, I would definitely say that money was a thing. So I had a full ride scholarship, shout out to Carolina Covenant. So for me, it just felt more convenient also to leave things as they were when it comes to, you know, the housing and the tuition and all of that and not even try to go through the hoops of getting my refund and having to pay rent and those things. And so for me personally, I just decided also out of convenience to stay on campus to just make that financial aid process smoother because your girl was not trying to mess anything else. Okay. One more advantage I want to bring up that I don't think I can stress enough as an adult is that I literally miss being across the hall or one floor below or above all of my closest friends. As a real life adult, I wish that I could just pull up to my best friend door and be like, hey, I'm outside because I really do miss that part about college. And I think that if you live, you know, in a dorm or around where all of your friends live, that's certainly a plus to just have that access, be able to have community, have the sleepover all of those things because that is definitely something that I think back on my college experience and really reminisce about and love that I was just so close to all the people that I really cared about and spent the most time with. 
Y'all know me. We're always going to talk about both sides on this podcast. You know, that might work for some people and that is cool. And other people might decide to live off campus. And so I just want to pause here and say that, you know, a lot of people consider moving off campus maybe as a sophomore, junior, senior. But like I mentioned earlier, I think hands down first year in a dorm is a great campus experience. I know a lot of schools require that, but just wanted to say 10 out of 10 would recommend just so that you have that experience. And then if you hate it, you can always move off campus. Switching gears a little bit. A lot of the things that I mentioned earlier in terms of pros of living on campus directly correlate to living off campus. So for example, when I mentioned being able to go home in between classes, there might be some barriers in terms of parking or gas that make driving to your apartment and back to campus not something you want to do. And so I do want to just talk about the pros for living off campus as opposed to the disadvantages because y'all know I'm a social worker. So it's strength-based perspectives over here. Okay, we're giving the pros. And like I said, they definitely map onto some of the other things that I mentioned for living on campus. There might be certain things that are restricted in your dorm. Maybe it's like having a griddle or, you know, grilling or any of those things that maybe you're really into or that are really important to you. You might consider moving off campus to kind of not have as many rules and regulations that your residence halls on your campus might have. And that's okay. That could be a reason for a lot of people looking into off-campus housing, just to have more freedom and say over what you want to do in your space. I think in that same breath, I'll say that additionally, depending on how your school does the housing lottery, you might be over the whole random roommate situation and kind of want more of that freedom and say in who you live with. And so I know that can be pretty stressful, at least the way it worked at UNC when you're trying to get all of your friends in a suite together. Sometimes moving off-campus can really make that process easier if you and someone else know that you guys really want to be roommates that might be a route that y'all decide to take together so I know earlier I mentioned financial aid for me I just wanted for it to be convenient and stay on campus but once again going back to your financial aid package and the city that you go to school in kind of all of these factors it may be cheaper for you to live off campus and kind of take that refund and pay your rent out of that all of that just goes for your individual situation so don't be out here quoting me and telling your parents that cause by her the podcast told you moving off campus was cheaper because that's definitely not not always the case, but I definitely will say sit down and write out the numbers, see what that room and board is, see what the apartment rent is in your area for a safe place. You know, a lot of college towns will have some apartments that's cheap and then it might be sounding like you're hearing fireworks every night. So definitely, you know, just kind of price things out, crunch the numbers because it can just depend on different people's financial situations, your financial aid package, whether you have a scholarship, whether you're paying out of pocket, what your refund is, if you have a work study, like all of those things play into it. So definitely just make the decision that makes the most sense to you, which really I think is the overarching theme in this episode and this whole podcast. There isn't one way to do college. There isn't a right way, a wrong way, a way that you should do things. It literally is for things that make the most sense to you. So I say all of that to say that just like any other decision, there are definitely multiple factors at play for you to make the decision that feels right. I know last week we talked about comparison. And so this is an area I feel like where that can also come up because it's like, oh, my homegirl, she's moving off campus or she's moving into these apartments and I can't afford those. So if I move off campus, I got to move to these or maybe I can't afford to move off campus at all. And so I'm staying and that's okay. I just know that different people's situations 
situations are different. So knowing that you might have to make a decision that's different than your friend group or that's different than your best friend. And I know that that can be really hard to see what other people are doing and feel like we really want to do that, even if it doesn't make sense for us. But I think that is where last week's episode really comes into play because we're just all very different people with different backgrounds, different financial situations, different needs. As I mentioned with extracurriculars, you might be in practice for something on campus until 11 o'clock at night. I know some drama theaters, they be having practices for their plays that late, but you might be in something till 11 p.m. all academic year. And so it literally makes more sense for you to stay on campus. Maybe your friends really want to move off and both of those things can be true. And so I really just wanted to highlight, you know, you making a decision that makes the most sense for you, whether that's financially, whether that's with the whole car situation and parking, because that's a whole nother thing, right? When we're talking about parking on a college campus and just knowing that it is okay if that might look different than what those around you are doing. And no matter where you are staying, I also want to really emphasize this idea of making your space your own and doing what you need to do for you. This goes for if you're on campus, off campus, at home doing things virtually, it doesn't matter. There are different things that in our physical environment can really help our mood and our mental health. So whether those are plants, putting affirmations up on the wall, on your dresser, on your mirror, having a diffuser or candles for some aromatherapy, even some soothing colors or some meaningful artwork on your walls. You can always curate your space to be exactly what you need it to be in whatever life season you are currently in. The thing about plants that I really love, and I've heard so many people talk about this recently, is that plants teach us so much about ourselves, right? If we water a plant for three days and then put it in the corner and forget about it, it dies. And a lot of times that might be us with our goals right like we're like oh my gosh I'm gonna go to the gym and we go two days and we feel great and then we stop so it's so telling a lot of times the way we take care of plants can oftentimes mirror how we take care of ourselves and so that tender love and care and the sunlight and the water all the things that we give to the flowers it can be all those things that we need to give to ourselves I think plants are really cool in that way that they can teach us a lot about ourselves and how to take care of ourselves so I just wanted to add that tidbit in there as you're thinking of ways to to make your environment and your living space, wherever that may be, conducive to what it is that you need in this season. Just know that I'm rooting for you always. We got this, girl. This week on the podcast, we talked about living on campus and living off campus and ways to just think about how your environment and your living space can impact your college experience. I really love this for us and I hope you got something from this week's episode. I'll see you back in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at collegebyher at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at collegebyher on both Instagram and Twitter. Please be sure to share this podcast with a friend. They can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And definitely check us out at collegebyher.com where you can get more information on everything College By Her as well as buy our mental health guide and any merch that we have. I hope you take good care of yourself this week and please remember that your college experience is what you make it. And College By Her is here to make sure you're mentally well while doing just that. I'll see y'all on next week's episode. Bye.